Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. Are you a contented person? You know, 1 Timothy tells us, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation in a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Contentment is spiritual rest and contentment is quietness. Contentment comes as we strive toward godliness and holiness. For in godliness and holiness we become aware of what is important and of what is eternal. We just read that godliness with contentment is great gain. I think it is difficult to separate contentment and godliness. They are intertwined and they overlap. A lack of contentment stems from what I call the more syndrome. The more we have, sometimes the more we want. And also a lack of contentment can stem from a lack of commitment. You know, when we are truly committed to Christ and his cause and example, we accomplish things, and with accomplishment comes also a sense of contentment, for we are doing what we know we should be doing. Uh, Contentment uh, also is based upon our attitude, to be content and accept where we are. Contentment doesn't depend on material wealth or things. The great Apostle Paul is, is such a wonderful example of contentment. And he gives us the blueprint for contentment. He says, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. Paul tells us that contentment is something to be learned. It doesn't necessarily always come about naturally. I had to learn that in my own life. I was always searching for something. It doesn't uh, come naturally to some people. But one of the most devastating things to our spirit and causes discontentment and restlessness is our murmuring and complaining. Murmuring and complaining gets into our spirit and it causes discontentment. Philippians 2.14 tells us to do everything without complaining and without murmuring or arguing. Proverbs 15.16 says, Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil. So having things in the right situations don't always uh, involve contentment or ensure it even. Contentment is a learned state. It is a commitment to the Lord Jesus in accepting our present situation and circumstances, knowing that he is enough and that he can supply and make up the lack. When will we believe that, dear beloved children of God? We must believe what God says and believe it. For right now, in the now, what he says is true. You know, one of the best stories I've ever read on contentment is regarding a woman named Ella. Ella worked as a missionary with the pygmies in Africa for 52 years. She left her country, her family, and all that was familiar. 
primitive didn't even begin to describe her living conditions. The heat and humidity of the African bush was almost unbearable. But Ella found no relief because uh, electricity, air conditioning, and other modern conveniences were only a dream. Some days it was so hot that she had to bring the thermometer inside because it couldn't register past 120 degrees without breaking. Ella's daughters wondered how her mom had, or her one daughter wondered how her mom had managed to live a life of contentment when her circumstances would have caused the hardiest to complain. But in an old diary of her mother's, Ella's daughter discovered her mother's prescription for contentment, and she wrote the following. Never allow yourself to complain about anything, not even the weather. And then she said, never picture yourself in any other circumstance or someplace else. And then never compare your lot with another's. And number four, never allow yourself to wish this or that had been otherwise. Number five, never dwell on tomorrow. Remember that tomorrow is God's, not ours. Ella's eyes were fixed on eternity and not on herself. Her tomorrows belonged to God. She had given them to Him. Because all of Ella's tomorrows were nestled in God's loving arms, she was free to live for today. One day at a time, she could make the right choice, and she could grow to possess the holy habit of contentment. Let us learn from her example and from the example of the great Apostle Paul that contentment is learned. And just say to God today, teach me, help me to learn, Father God, how to be content. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. The world is in chaos. You're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of For God's Kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.